we've got podcasting. Just funny as hell. This is all over again. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. Yeah, boy! Only on 957therock.com. It is the first official day of fall, Shaw. Welcome to fall. So long, summer. Autumn is here. So factor bullcrap, Shaw. What do you know about fall? Well, it tends to be the shortest of the seasons because winter is going to be knocking on the door soon enough. That that might come in handy when we ask you these questions. Factor bullcrap, the first day of fall edition. Today is one of just two days a year when the sun rises exactly in the east and sets exactly in the west. Is that factor bullcrap? I'm going to say fact. Happens on the spring and autumn equinoxes. On all other days, it's slightly north or south of due east and due west. You're one for one, Shaw. Fact to bullcrap the first day of fall edition here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. England coined the term fall, Mm. but they don't use it much anymore. Is that fact to bullcrap? They don't use it? Um, Okay. I'll say fact. People in jolly good England. Please. (laughs) Started saying fall back in the 17th century, but now it's mostly an American word. In Britain, they uh, usually say autumn. 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 Sounds British. I'll have more tea on the porch when the autumn weather is here. (laughs) (laughs) Factor bullcrap, the first day of fall edition. Fall is the shortest of the four months, or four seasons, excuse me. I believe that is true, yes. Well, that, okay. They're all equally the same length, but it seems a lot shorter. It does. You keep me. digging that hole there? <laughs> <laughs> In the northern hemisphere, winter is the shortest at 89 days, then no, fall 90 days. Winter's not the shortest season. Spring at 93 <laughs> days and summer 94 days. In the southern hemisphere, it's the opposite, and summer is the shortest season. It's so not. It feels like it, Shaw, but it's not. It does feel like it. Winter does feel like it's brutally long sometimes. Yes. Factor Bullcrap, first day of fall edition here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. No movie with autumn... In the title, mm-hmm. has ever won an Oscar? Is that fact oh, or bullcrap? What are you? How are you supposed to know uh, yeah. that? Yeah, no movie with autumn. I'll say bullcrap. The other three seasons, though, have been represented well mm-hmm. at the Oscars. 1960s, The Virgin Spring. 1971's Summer of '42, and 1968's The Lion in Winter. Mm. Legends of the Fall won in 1995, but no movie with the with word the autumn has won, Shaw. So you got that one wrong. Let's see if you can finish strong here. Back to bullcrap. Mm-hmm. First day of fall edition on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock. In Greek mythology, autumn was caused by someone being kidnapped. Is that fact or bullcrap? <laughs> um, uh, it sounds crazy. Let's say fact. Yeah, Greek mythology full of that kind of stuff. The yes. god of the underworld kidnapped the goddess of the harvest's daughter, uh, and she was so angry she made the world's crops wilt and die. So there wow, you go. that was kind of nasty of her. Yeah, like, oh, you took my daughter? Well, guess what? Mm-hmm. No one's eating. Nobody's getting any food. Nobody's eating. So there you go, Shaw. Mm-hmm. First day of fall edition. Celebrate with some pumpkin spice lattes. I'll pass. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. First day of fall. There are some of the reasons you love fall, Shaw. I do love fall. Top reasons we love I love it because of the weather. Christmas gotta, in the air. I like I don't, it. Yeah. I got up this morning. It was chilly. It was a little brisk. It's nice. I don't like the heat. I'm not a humidity guy. I'm eating a really delicious apple right yeah. now. It's That's apple a, season. Top reasons you love fall here on the morning okay. sickness on 95.7 The Rock. The leaves turn brown, just like Justin Trudeau at a party. Oh, <laughs> ouch. Well, he, brown no, face. Not looking good for him. Never. Uh-huh. Never. 
top reasons uh, you love fall here on the morning sickness. Baseball is almost over, and uh, that's it. Baseball is almost <laughs> Come over. Come on now. Brewers might make the playoffs. I, oh, they're going to make it, Shaw. They're, they're probably going to get that uh, first wild card spot. That or the second one. Uh, what What is their clinching number? Is it three? They got to get three? Because the Cubs are, what, four games behind them for the yeah, wild card I, spot? I think the Cubs are more than four games back, and it looks like they lost Chris Bryant yesterday, too, so some of their best players well, and keep going down. Kimbrell goes out, two pitches, two home runs to give up the lead mm. against, boy, they just uh, dumpster bullpen fire. has been bad. Top reasons you love fall here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. You can finally stop changing your underwear every damn day. What? Just me? Sweaty. Is that a seasonal thing? I wasn't aware. <laughs> it's a sweaty thing. You're only a few months away from hating the next Star Wars movie. That's <laughs> coming in December, right? Yeah, it'll be here before you know it. December. Top reasons you love fall. Speaking of Miami, you live in Miami, so you're not distracted on Sundays by having to watch professional football. <laughs> it's true. Is it the NFL season right now? I don't even know. As a woke liberal, you'll have plenty of opportunities to get offended by people's Halloween costumes. <laughs> sure. Right, I got the season. Halloween Express. I gotta get there soon. There's After two of fest, them. there's a spirit one out there in the old oh, Toys there? R Us, and then there's also the uh, uh, the one in the mall park. Choices this year. Top reasons you love fall here on the morning sickness. Couple more. Guess who's getting three new hampering turkeys for the fridge? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody with kids in school. Uh, you no longer look like a lazy redneck for keeping those Christmas lights up all year. Shaw. I knew that time come back around. It'll yeah, come back. It's like a circle shot. Like Planning ahead is what we're doing. Remember how it's been too hot for you to exercise? Well, now you can say it's just too cold. Out. That's right. It's bird. Yeah, bird. It's so chilly. Chilly. Foggy. Uh, chilly. You get to break out your flannel condoms. <laughs> what? Wait. Flannel. They're so snuggly. What do you mean you're pregnant? They're the so flannel snuggly. didn't work. Uh, there's a new CBS show to watch with Grandpa. There's about <laughs> 70 of them. They're all like lawyer, judge, my wife. CIS. My wife's head spinning right now because all these stupid And she wants to watch room. them all. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's like seven Ooh. new ones that are coming. And it's like, you know they're all going to get canceled after the first season. Why bother? Top reasons you love fall here on the morning sickness. Couple more. Uh, you can head over to Target and get into the Christmas spirit. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Too Lobby. early. The Hobby Lobby man. It's like it's it's all the way down the and around the corner. It's bad. It's, there's a lot there. The contents of your office coffee mug transitions from vodka to bourbon. Shaw. <laughs> Who I do like me seasonal some beverages. Yeah. Sipping oh, yeah. whiskeys and bourbons. And last but not least, Shaw, reasons to love fall here on the morning sickness. Three words: hard dog poop. <laughs> Makes it easier to, a little easier collect. to pick it up after it's been frozen. A little bit easier. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, <laughs> really. Uh, okay, down in uh, Louisiana, I guess this is, there is a truck stop, which they've got this little novelty thing, a camel, right? You can come see the camel when you pull There's over. There's lots the of those. So the place down in Prairie, they got goats down there at the at the the barn. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. big, large statues. Yeah, but this things. is a live camel, right? This is a live camel. Oh, this is a live camel. Somebody got bitter spit on or something. Yeah, there's a, there's yeah. a fence and everything, and there's warnings. You know, don't get too close to He's the camel. And ornery. They've never had any problems with it at all uh, until this uh, weekend when a woman and her husband stopped there. And they had their dog with them. And for some reason, the husband decided to throw some treats to their dog under Casper the Camel's fence. Dog went under the fence. They then decided they needed to go get the dog oh, out. Oh, snap. She did it. So she the, did. the camel sat on the woman. Oh. And she responded. The woman, whose dog oh, was in the I, pen, oh. who was being sat on by a camel. Here, here we go, Gene. Bit the animal's testicles. His genitals. In order to get it off Get her. off me, a big smelly camel. Right. Uh, turns out these people are going to face some charges because uh, they were violated a leash law and criminal trespassing. They say they had no reason to go inside the camel's enclosure, and it was a dumb idea to throw dog treats in there for they their They violated dogs. all the rules. All of them. Leave that stupid camel alone. Right. She bit a camel's junk? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Martini, you fat you lard. Come get some dinner. You can't toothbrush that out, mm, Shaw, no matter how that. long that yeah, mouth is. Aren't you the lady that bit the camel's balls? Right. It's not a thing you can mouthwash out, Shaw. That's a, mm, that's that's a forever Probably not going to get a lot of invites to parties it's anymore. It's a forever thing in the mouth. Right, Shaw? Ah. What was yeah. she thinking? Don't get that taste back. Ah. <laughs> Why are you chewing so much gum, Ace? Frankly, Dan, that's none of your damn business. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Oktoberfest, of course, right around the corner. Best Masters Ball tomorrow night. The unveiling. Craft Beer Night on Thursday. Cherry Pie on Thursday as well. Torchlight Parade. Here we go. And uh, then, of course, Carl sings the German National Anthem. I saw him yesterday. Tapping of the Golden Keg. Carl, I see him yesterday. He goes... I'm slowing down a little bit this year. He said, hey, I just, I got to slow down a little bit. I said, He's what, a bundle of energy, though. What does that mean, Carl? And he goes, well, I, I'm, I'm just going to limit myself to the, the Festmasters ball. Okay. The tapping. Yeah. Right. And, and, and the maple leaf. Maple leaf, the three big ones. Right. <laughs> he's just, he's like... I'm just going to limit myself, Sean, to that. That's still mean, a pretty good pull there. That's a really good yeah. pull. I'm Those like, three Carl. things are, are signs that you're at a good Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. These are the signs you're at a bad Oktoberfest, Shaw. Top signs you're at a bad Oktoberfest here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 There's Seven no Rock. Carl. <laughs> You've been there 30 seconds and you're still sober. No, that's not how it works. Don't you got a pregame before you get out mm-hmm. there? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Stateroom, yes. Top signs you're at a bad Oktoberfest. The only beer on tap is White Claw. Uh, Pass. That's not beer. <sighs> That's why it's a bad Oktoberfest. Okay, Everybody's I, okay, drinking sorry. those things. We're not talking about good Oktoberfest. Okay, talking about right. bad. No offense to you White Claw people. Actually, yeah. There'll be hard anyway. seltzer down there, by the way, Shaw, if you're I'm interested. sure, because everybody so seems to be drinking yeah, these. Be so there. hard, Shaw. Be, be so there. hard. Stop. How hard is your seltzer? <laughs> <laughs> Top signs are at a bad Oktoberfest. The guy across the table asks you to touch his, touch his schnitzel. No. Schnitzel. No schnitzel touching. Pork or chicken, Shaw? Which do you prefer in the schnitzel department? Pork, pork I think. Pork, pork schnitzel. schnitzel. Yeah. Okay. I don't think of uh, I think of it as like a veal cutlet. Yeah, me too. You, you know, know Stumpy's I mean? that always brings in pizza for yeah, these yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. They're doing pork and chicken schnitzel, and I can't yeah. decide. I don't think I've ever had a chicken schnitzel. I'm gonna have both. Top signs are at a bad Oktoberfest. Somebody already puked in a tuba. Oh, <laughs> it's inevitable no. every Oktoberfest. Come on, man. Leave those Come marching on. bands. It's hard alone. to hit those notes. Leave those marching <laughs> bands alone. I don't know. I'd actually like to hear this next one. You didn't hear the polka version of "Don't Stop Believing." <laughs> that live wire polka. I'm telling you, that, I don't know that they do Journey, but they do regular songs cool. as polka. Right. I'm they polkified. Stoked about them. They polkify some Metallica. Yes, mm-hmm. they right. rockify it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Come on, man. That was for your benefit only, Brian. Why you got to do inside it? jokes? <laughs> Top signs are at a bad Oktoberfest here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Craft beer. Bring yeah. it to me. Just means Coors Light cans and embroidered koozies. No, Craft that's beer not night what we're for. on Thursday, Thursday, Shaw. Tons 40 of different breweries. 40 different breweries? Well. Maybe more than that, actually. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking at the list right now, Shaw, and it looks good. That thing's gotten huge. It's... Yeah, VIP. That's me right I know. there. My own VIP. You can tar- still get toilet. tickets too, Shaw. Don't, don't be I need afraid. Maybe get like my own toilet down there. <laughs> It's not a thing. It's called Depends. I'll never forget the year that my wife and I ran into, we ran into Mary, and we got, we got, we got escorted by, we, she wanted us to escort her down there for the tapping, and it was like the greatest thing ever. We got backstage, and Mary was, dude, she was the, you know, the bow of the, the bell of the ball, man. We got, we got all the VIP access with Mary. Uh, Top signs, you're at a bad Oktoberfest. Nobody knows how to polka, but everybody can whip a (laughs) nay-nay. You could probably bust that out at Oktoberfest. Why not? Of course you can. No rules. You remember it the next morning. Oh, you didn't do it right then. (laughs) 
There might be video evidence, perhaps. But Oh, nowadays, yeah, there's always video. Top signs are at a bad Oktoberfest. Couple more, Shaw. Two words, vegan sausage. Mm-mm. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Is there, I'm assuming there's got to be no, somebody I don't, with I don't some think vegetables. So. I do know is the anybody blues? serving some vegetables oh, down I'm there? I'm sure there's some. A broccoli. Crown is a vegetable. It, it is. Crowd is a vegetable. Just to eat like Jesse, eat a big can of They crown. just eat it, just break it. <laughs> with no fork either. By the way, those, face in that later hose and lunch on Thursday, five yeah. bucks for the brat plate special. Nice. All about that. And uh, last but not least, uh, top signs are at a bad Oktoberfest. You just saw a hipster wearing an Alpine fedora. <laughs> Here on the wrong fest. Son. A lot of lederhosen, yeah, and the dirndls. Man, so many dirndls in my house right now. I'm just so many? I'm over the dirndl. Like, how does how it many look? Just I don't know. It looks like a freaking dirndl, and your boobs are all pushed up. I don't know. It looks <laughs> like a, I don't know what you want me to say. It looks right? like a freaking dirndl. That one looks blue. Yeah. Well, she got, <laughs> see, the problem is, is she got a new dirndl this year because we're going to the Festmasters Ball, Shaw, so she had to get a fancy one. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, well, the first one came in, and it wouldn't zip up, and then, of course, the hysterics with that body stuff and I'm like oh yeah, Jesus just, Christ just, just get a dirndl this is why when you buy lateros and you get them 17 sizes too big so you grow into them because you're fat we're all fat we get fat we're old it happens so then the return happened and then another one came and then yesterday at like 530 the mailman another showed up with came, another, another one, one and I'm like I don't know what the hell's going on they're both they're like gremlins you're not supposed to put water on them after midnight what's the deal why do I have 17 dirndls in the house now well I ordered another one you know, how does this one I don't know I don't care Trying to watch Monday Night Football. Stop asking me about dirndls. Uh-huh. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. And uh, by the way, an update on a story we had yesterday. This was a story out of Louisiana. Oh, the ball biter. Yes, where a uh. woman uh, had stopped at a truck stop, which features a camel in mm-hmm. an enclosure. Mm-hmm. And she and her husband had let their dog somehow wander into the pen that contained the camel. And the woman decided, for some reason, to go into the camel's right. enclosure. Oh, it looks and like a friendly camel. May I just well go Get her there. dog. Well, yeah. the camel sat on her and she bit the camel. But the update of this story. Uh, the camel suffered no injuries because, as it turns out, the woman who bit the camel has no teeth. <laughs> I was shocked because we've had animals for 30 years and never one incident. They was pushing on the camel and pushing them and pushing them, swatting them with the hat. And camels naturally are going to sat down. But when he sat down, she was underneath him. I might feel kind of funny saying this on TV, but she actually bit him in his private area. That's about as nice as I could put it. My gosh, she didn't bite him. She gummed him. That story couldn't get any better. Are you telling me she don't have no teeth? She don't have no teeth, Gene. Maybe we'll get another daily update. Camel ball biter has no teeth. Uh, I might get an update tomorrow. So how was that going to do any damage? What was she trying to do? I think it was instinct, probably. Probably, yeah. It took over. <laughs> Three-way here on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock brought to us by Bremer Bank. Thank you, Shaw. Yes. Brian. Bad news, happy music. I, have a, hey. I hear you. <laughs> oh, no. That couldn't get better. Oh, wait, it did. Just when you thought it couldn't get any more redneck. What do you think their trailer oh, smells like, Shaw? <laughs> Camel cigarettes? Skull? What was my woman supposed to do but gum him right in the <laughs> testicles, Shaw? He was sitting on her. What was he supposed to I told her to defend herself, and she went in there gumming him. Hey, 
Stranger things have happened, right? No. no. <laughs> okay. All right. Brian. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. You don't play fantasy football. I don't. I did it once with some friends at the Pearl Street Brewery. I did not like it. I, I know. I you didn't. I just don't. I never got into it. It's not a thing for me. I understand why people like it, but um, imagine being in a fantasy football league with the Avengers. Like the real Avengers. Okay. Did somebody just luck into that? or was Avengers it a thing? co-director Joe Russo is a huge fantasy football nerd. So huge that he had Matthew Barry, who does fantasy football updates for ESPN, in his movie, The Avengers. Oh, he is a Endgame, nerd. Right, had him as an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. A little bit part, right, but loves fantasy football stuff. Because that's a thing for me. Right. So now, Joe Russo and all these other Avengers from the movies are in a fantasy football league together on ESPN. How cool is that? A bunch of the actors from the movies mm-hmm. taking part in an ESPN league to raise awareness and money for various different charities, which is obviously the cool part. Love this part. The 12 participants are Robert Downey Jr., who plays Iron Man, of course. No way. I've never heard of him. Chris Evans, a.k.a. Cap. Karen Gilliam plays Nebula. Chris Hemsworth, of course, is yeah, Thor. Thor. Tom Holland, Spider-Man. Michael B. Jordan, who played Killmonger in the uh, Black Panther movie. Anthony Mackie, who plays Falcon. Elizabeth Falcon. Olsen, who was Scarlet Witch. Chris Pratt, Star-Lord. This deep voice thing. It's my ship. <laughs> uh, Ryan Reynolds, who, of course, is Deadpool. Paul yeah. Rudd, who plays Ant-Man. Miles yeah. Teller is Mr. Fantastic. And Avengers co-director wow. Joe Russo also has a team along with Matthew Berry. And, uh, Very they made, cool. Made the league public so you can follow along. Standings right now, according to ESPN.com through week three. Only three of them are still undefeated. That would be Chris Hemsworth. Chris Pratt and Ryan oh, Reynolds. Can you imagine the smack talk with the, the, those oh. guys? Oh, I'm sure it's delicious. Oh, all over Twitter. Sure it's delicious. It blows up. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. And I've never been to a flatulence competition. Ooh. But, Is uh, that where people fart? It's a competition? It, well, it was the first ever flatulence competition. Well, it this was, is where people fart, right? Yeah, that's kind of how it goes. They're right? farting, right, Shaw? Thank you for clarifying. Are you sure? This was in India. Okay. Uh, it turned out to be a total bust. I fart in your general direction. 60 people registered to show off their, quote, longest, loudest, and most musical flatulence. Oh, musical. However, only 20 of them showed up, and only three of those people wound up being brave enough to get up on stage, and none of them were able to break wind under pressure. So the organizer didn't wind up giving oh, the trophies man. to You anyone. enter a competition and you can't guarantee it's going to happen. Right, exactly. you eat some beans and chili the night You're before? You're going to have to do something that's going to guarantee that. Yeah, man. All you got to do is be the one guy. I had a roommate who could have won that competition. Oh, I could have won that this weekend, I had man. a roommate who could would run into the room and then lay, lay on the ground, flip upside down, and... Stick a lighter down there oh, yeah, and yeah. like it's called college. Gene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. College. But like you'd what be in a room name? like Rick Murphy. Yeah, it the wasn't Murph. a girl. Definitely it was, not no, a girl. It was not right? a girl. Did you see, how I knew that was gender based. Uh, I that wasn't it was a girl. Guy. But it would you'd be sitting there talking to your friend, and all of a sudden he'd just run in, yeah. do that, and then leave. And all the time, sure, it wasn't like wasn't it wasn't just a one. Trick. It wasn't a one. No, it was like oh, and you could hear him coming down the stairs. Boom, 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 boom. It's like oh, he's cooking one up. Excuse me, girlfriends, just a second. Here he comes. Okay, there he is. Isn't that cute? What did I do? Oh, he lit. See, I didn't see that coming. Yes, I did, actually, every single time. Is he one of those guys that sucks the, the air in through his anus and then I don't blows know it what. right back out? I don't know, man. Those guys have talent. That's who should have been in this competition. Yeah, yeah you know I can go all night. <laughs> <laughs> ah! 
See what you made me do? I messed up my pants. I messed up my pants. I saw an interesting uh, meme on the internet yesterday, Shaw. That's fart related. Yeah. You want? You want? You ready for this? Yeah, I think sure. I think so. Would you rather? Uh oh. I know we don't have a ton of time here, but would you rather? Okay. Vomit every time you orgasm, or oh. poop your pants every time you sneeze. I think I'd rather. Wait, wait. I'm wait, going vomit. Wait. Are you? Yep. I don't want to change my pants every time I sneeze. What, what if you just didn't sneeze? And you I can have control to sneeze. the environment. If you're having an orgasm, look, you know what? I'm sorry, first time. I'm going to tell you the sex is going to be good, but I'm going to vomit on you. <laughs> I don't, Maybe I not can't, on you. I know it's, it's a bad time. You got, a, you got a bucket around here that I yeah, can vomit into? Yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with that too also, I'd go Brian. Vomit. I'd because go I can vomit. control the environment, Shaw. Well, you can just, I know you, where I'm going to do that. You know I know it's coming. The sneeze could happen anywhere. You'd be in the grocery store. You could be What about people who sneeze seven, eight times, ten? Your wife, right? Doesn't she sneeze like 20 times in a row? Sean? No, no. Does she roll off like 10 or 15? My wife does, man. Sometimes she's on, she like, I count one, them. Two, 10, three, 11. Four, Is that five, a poop six. every time? I, the, the people that hold in their sneezes just freak me out. Oh, it's like you're doing brain damage. That's what I think, too. So you're going with the, the sneeze, Sean? I think so, yeah. You want to poop your pants? I'm just, no, I'm just not going to sneeze. You're going to poop. <laughs> <laughs> you're not some kind of mutant who can stop himself I from just, sneezing. That's not going to be a thing for me anymore, Brian. Nope. I'm well, just I'm, that's it. I'm done sneezing. I'm never sneezing again. That's it. I'm Sky Robert Sean. I'm never sneezing again. That's it. I've done it. That's I've it. decided. I've solved all the world's other problems. Fourth, no more sneezing. Let right. it be known from this day right, my forward. My pants are clean. I will I never, never poop my pants because I will never sneeze. I decree. My name is Scott Robert Shaw, and I don't sneeze. You may know me as the I'd give former, it a shot anyway. former sneezer. <laughs> Better than puking on her. Oh, well, you're, well, you're, 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 you can lean over. Excuse me, excuse me for her. <laughs> that was great, yeah. Did that ruin the mood? <laughs> long do I get between the two things? Do I, you know, when that happens, do I Multiples? get a good 30 seconds before I throw up or do I, is it like immediate? Asking, Every yeah. time you orgasm. No, I know, but is it like immediate? Like yes, that's what I'm saying. Like I orgasm and throw up like simultaneously? Yeah, I think or? so. I don't think you get like a 10 second delay. Oh, well then oh, now I have to rethink that because right. I do want to enjoy that longer than that. Do I get a, oh, that was, right. okay, then smiling, not thinking about it, and then, oh, then, because then. No, I think it's at the it's same, same time. It's at the same time? Okay, wow. Sounds dangerous. I'm right. not, uh, Shaw, I'm never sneezing again. Right. I'm with I'm you. With I'm, you. On, I'm on the See? team no sneeze. That's you and me. Let's team get no shirts. sneeze, we're it. We're <laughs> the greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Everybody's working for the weekend, Gene. I know that. Actually, we're working for it tomorrow because weekend sort of starts tomorrow, especially when Oktoberfest is here. Eight things that make us feel burnt out at work, though. New study of a bunch of American workers found that 74% of us are actually happy with our current job. Okay, that's good. That's three quarters almost. Same amount, 74% do occasionally feel burnt out at work. Top eight. Things that cause workplace burnout. Number eight, not enough responsibility. That causes burnout? Like I'm just here collecting a paycheck. I got nothing to do. I don't know, man. That's what the internet was invented for. That does not make me feel burnt out. Number seven on the list of the top eight things that make us feel burnt out, according to a new survey of American workers, bad relationships with coworkers. I could see that. Dreading yeah. coming in because you yeah. got to deal with so-and-so. That guy. That uh-huh. one guy. For sure. Yeah, Bob in accounting. Uh, top eight things that make us feel burnt out at work. Number six, not enough training to do your job. 
Yeah, I can see that. Oh, Overwhelmed boy. with changes and things I that worked, you have to do. And I worked for a phone company once, and it was customer service, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, you're supposed to get like six weeks of training and none no of the calls. Are, well, you get the training, but none of the calls are live. So like they can't plan for everything. So then you get on the phone to answer people's uh, questions and you're like, I have no idea what uh, to say to this person. They give you the script and it's all nice and fine and dandy. But like, I don't What do you I, mean? I'm your house blew up. I don't know. What to I'm say. ill-equipped to handle this. Uh, a bad relationship with your boss. Yeah, that should be higher. And, That's number five on the list. Yeah, well, that kind of goes with any co. You know, you dread it because you can't you can't see it going in. Eight things that make you feel burnt out at work, according to a new survey of American workers. Number four, unclear job expectations. Oh, I was supposed to take care of that. Yeah, I didn't know that. What does that sound familiar? Number three, a negative workplace environment, just an overall negative environment. Yeah, we don't have that. But doom I, doom. Yeah, I, yeah. I understand nobody's happy. That, where everybody's moving around. That's, yep. Thankfully, yeah. not us. Uh, eight things that make you feel burnt out at work, according to a new survey of American workers. Number two, not enough opportunities for advancement. I could see that. Yeah, I want to grow. I want to learn right. and do things. What position can I hold five years from now? Yep. And uh, last but not least, long hours that interfere with your personal life. 38% of people who are currently burnt out at work said it's one of the main reasons why they get burnt out. I, I was just talking to somebody the other day that's got required overtime right now because they're so busy and yeah. they're just like burning the candle at both ends. You know what didn't make the list here? What? Of the top eight things about be- anything with pay. Yeah, Which I don't think that uh, doesn't fall into the burnout category. That's just something that may or may not make you happy survey, or satisfied, but not burnt out. The survey did find that 62% of people are satisfied with how much they're getting paid, but 33% of those people also have a second job or side gig. So they are not getting paid as much as they'd like to, but supplementing a little supplemental income. So there you go. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. Somebody did an interesting deep dive on this one, Shaw, on the Internet. Okay. The theory that Pennywise the Clown from It, you know who I'm talking about, right? Yes, yes. And Mary Poppins are members of the same species. <laughs> okay. Based solely on what we know about uh, them from the movies. Okay. Okay. Somebody's got extra time on their hands. A little bit unnerving, but here's some proof, Shaw. They both return every 20-something years. 27 for Pennywise, 25 for Mary. Okay. Number two. They return to, quote, regenerate energy from a new group of children. Okay. Follow me so far, Sean? Yeah, I guess so. Number three. They also have a tendency to return to the kids who are now adults from the last time they visited. Okay. Is this where things start to get spooky? Not yet. How about clue number four? Okay. Again, somebody came up with this theory that Pennywise the Clown from It and Mary Poppins are members of the same species. Not that they're brother and sister. Not that they commit the same kind of uh, devious crimes. It's but just that there is something Maybe there. they're living in the same world. Okay. Number four, Shaw. In both stories, the grown-up versions of the kids forget their experiences. All right. Okay. They both lure a child named Georgie away from their siblings. <laughs> okay. That part's true. That is true. Are we getting a little spookier? Okay. Number six on the list of things that tie these two together here. They do so with a paper toy. In the movie It, Pennywise uses a paper boat. In Mary Poppins, it's a kite. Yeah, okay. Number seven. They both have the power to use what's in the children's minds. Mm. That's telekinesis, Kyle. Mind bullets. The parents in both stories are oblivious to the fantastical situations their kids are experiencing. Number nine on the list of 
ways that these two might be uh-huh, in the same species, uh-huh, Sean. Uh-huh. Both Mary Poppins and Pennywise have a penchant for singing and dancing. Mm-hmm. She is too. <laughs> That's true. The clown dancing, mm-hmm. right? Fragilistic expialidocious, even though the sound of it is really quite atrocious. Number 10 on the list, the final reason that somebody came up with that might prove that Pennywise the clown from the movie It and Mary Poppins are of the same species. At the end of Mary Poppins Returns, this is the uh, the latest one, right? All the children go floating off with balloons, and we all know oh, how Pennywise balloons. feels about yeah, balloons and right, floating, right, Shaw. Right, that's right. We all float down here, George. He bites Georgie's arm off. Mm-hmm. One more similarity, too, between them. They're both fictional characters. You shut your mouth. <laughs> we all thought that about the aliens, and they got their claps cheeked. Or cheeks clapped. <laughs> what did I just say? Write that down. Yeah. Exactly. Timestamp that one. Claps cheeked. Right. That's a good one. Not even Oktoberfest yet, and you're already mixing up your words. Uh, yeah, well, I took a, I took a muscle relaxer last night. Okay. You know, trying to get to sleep, get as much sleep as possible for this whole week ahead of me, Shaw. I got a lot going on. I know, you and everybody else. So. There's no chimney sweeper, though, and it. No. But the using the kid's mind against, like, the, without the knowledge of their parents is a similarity. Yeah. What do you think, Shaw? You think they're from the same species? Uh, they could be. And they're both fictional characters. Right. Maybe a little so crossover. they could be whatever we want sure. them to be. Well, they did do Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, right? Didn't mm-hmm. they do that? Somebody sat Maybe down do and figured crossover. that out on the internet. There's no weed in that, though, Shaw. <laughs> None. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. USA Today, a lot of lists, obviously. NFL 100 season. Now, there's not 100 NFL teams or franchises, but there are enough to do a top 10 list of the most embarrassing NFL franchises. USA Today putting that list together, and uh, no big surprise, the Browns at number one. Most embarrassing. Supposed to be different this year. Baker Mayfield, Odell Beckham Jr., Nick Chubb. So far, they're one and two. So this is just based on performance Looking, on the field? Uh, I think it's as a franchise, as a whole. Uh, and, of course, Cleveland this weekend doesn't get any easier for them. They're at Baltimore coming off a loss to the Kansas City Chiefs. Baltimore at home. They look pretty damn good this season. Division rivalry. Yeah, Cleveland, not good. Browns have made only one playoff appearance in 24 years. That was a loss to the Steelers in 3 there was a stretch in 2015, 2016 where they won one game in two seasons. One. Oof. A lot of expectations, a lot of chatter about them in the offseason. It's still early. There's only three weeks gone by, but, well, you blink an eye, and next thing you know, you're into November, and things are not looking good for the Browns. Okay. These are the uh, most embarrassing franchises of the NFL, according to a USA Today list. Number two, the Lions. They haven't won a playoff game since 1992. Yeah, that's a long time. Been to the playoffs only three times since 2000, and in 2008 they became the first team in NFL history to go 0 and 16. Browns, of course, followed suit a few years later. The Bungles. There's a reason they call them the Bungles. They're bad. The Bungles last won a playoff game in 1991. They've been to the playoffs seven times since 05, but lost all of those games. All of them. I repeat. They've all been to the playoffs seven times since 05, but they lost all of them. All of them. <laughs> the Bills, no big surprise yeah, here that they make the list at number four. They're a hot mess. Yeah, they're 3-0, and but they got New England coming into town this weekend. It doesn't look good for the Bills. They're, what they're known for is Bills Mafia. 
Smashing fans through tables in the parking lots. That's why when you said loser throwing franchises. Dil- throwing dildos on the field. I thought maybe it wasn't just. Uh, they went to the playoffs in 2017, but that was the first time they'd gone to the postseason since 99. They haven't won a playoff game since 95. Ooh, that's of course, a drought. They had four years where they went to the Super Bowl with Jim Kelly. Never won it either. That's kind of a, you'd think you'd get there four times in a row, you'd win one. But the, the current worst team in the NFL, number five on this list, the Miami Dolphins. They haven't won a playoff game since 2000. They've only been to the playoff three uh, playoffs three times crazy. since 2000. Doesn't look like they'll be going and back. And nobody any. goes to the games. Well, they're tanking. Just... They're tanking. Well, you go because crowd attracts crowd. Redskins, one playoff win this century way back in 2005. And, of course, they look like dog crap on Monday Night Football against the Bears. Raiders, they haven't won a playoff game since the AFC title game in 2002. They've only been back to the playoffs once since then, and that was in 2016 when they lost to the Texans in the wild card round. Of course, a lot of stuff in the offseason with Antonio Brown. They let go of Khalil Mack, who looks like an absolute stud in Chicago. Uh, Jets, they beat the uh, New England Patriots in the playoffs back in 2010, but that's their last playoff win. These are the most embarrassing NFL franchises, according to a list on USA Today. Buccaneers, the Bucs won the Super Bowl in 2002, way back in the day, Warren Sapp. Uh, But that's their last playoff win. Their last playoff game was in 07. They lost to the Giants at home in the wildcard round. And the Jags. A lot of empty seats in their stadium these days. Despite going to the AFC title game in 2017, the Jags are kind of an embarrassment. So there you go. And not well supported by their fan base. That's Florida. People got other things to do. Beach. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe not permanent residents, so they don't follow Mm -hmm. that. Don't have any passion for it. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Scott Robert Shaw in the newsroom now for a three-way brought to us by Rod Stewart. <laughs> and also brought to you by House Diamond Jewelers. Which part of the song are you, you reciting, Shaw? Uh, the whole thing, actually. Yeah. You got to do the whole thing? It's not that long. Oh, man. Even the choruses or just one time with the chorus? I, probably just once. With do the you chorus. have to do it like the song, like sing it, or do you? No, I have to oh, restrain no, myself from singing it. Young. You just going to rock out? You get no, to play I, the song behind you, so you got a little backup music or what? Uh, no, I'm no, just, just strictly going to read the words, Brian. Oh, do you have to look them right in the eye and say it, too? No, I think I'll be looking down at the words on the paper, probably. Oh, my goodness. There's so much emotion <laughs> in the room already, Shaw. It'll be good. Rod Stewart and his kid, even though he's like 90s in the back of that pickup truck with this kid driving down the street, mm-hmm. like totally unsafe. <laughs> Is that what you, that's that why? Is because you were riding around with a that's pecan? That's how I grew up, yeah. yeah so. Just riding around unsafe. Are you, is there other songs being read by other family members? Uh, there is an, one other reading by the bride's father. I don't know what he's reading. Is he is he doing another Rod Stewart song? Do you think I'm sexy? Is that what he's doing? <laughs> Rod Stewart. If you want my body think and you think not. I'm sexy, <laughs> I'm sure that'd be appropriate for the wedding. Let me know. Is he doing this one, Shaw? Be a different so. kind of wedding. It would. Yeah? No? I don't no? think he's going to... Again, I don't. I haven't seen his uh, script, but I don't Is he doing so. Chumbawamba, tub dumping? That'd be good. I can mm-hmm. get behind that. Take a Wicked Sea drink. Take a vodka drink. <laughs> Take a cider drink. That might Spend be at the reception drink. after the wedding. Maybe. No? If Drew was doing a reading, that would be the song. That's his jam. Yeah, yeah it is. He loves Chumbawamba. Tub thumping, huh? That's his thing. Is he doing some Prince, like Darling Nikki or something? Hmm. 
No. Uh, I'm looking at the cherry pie lyrics, and I'm thinking you can't go wrong with this one. She's though. my cherry pie. Yeah, nice. swinging on the front porch, swinging on the lawn, swinging you know, so much, swinging in the shawl. You can do that. Choice for wedding. Swinging in the living yeah. room, swinging in the kitchen. Maybe you could make a suggestion to him. Most folks don't because they're too busy bitching. See how that just yeah, rolls like that. Too right, busy bitching right at the wedding. You know, I scream, y'all scream. <laughs> no, it's not really we'll Adam's see. jam. I mean, you know. Could be maybe an impromptu he, thing. Maybe he could do I Would Die For You by Prince. That's a pretty good one. It is a good one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, all of yeah. them are funky. Darling, if you only knew. <laughs> I don't know that you can pull it off, though, Shaw. No? Yeah, I just don't feel it. Is it a suit coat kind of thing? Is it a, yeah. is it, yeah. okay, okay, yeah. Is it a tie? Of course, yeah. Is it a funky tie? Is it a Bob Dylan tie? It is not a Bob Dylan tie. Oh, man. I do have some Jerry Garcia ties, but I don't think I'll be wearing one. No? I never lie. Got to color coordinate with Mary, you know, to make coordinate. sure that my tie matches her dress. And, coordinate. You know. Okay. All right. Got to coordinate. Mm-hmm. Maybe you do some, uh, maybe you do some open the door, get on the floor, everybody walk the dinosaur. That might be better saved for the reception, I think. No. Yeah. Are you guys having, like, uh, dances? You got to do the electric dance or I the, have no the idea. chicken dance? I don't know. You, I don't know. You have to know the chicken dance, right? Well, I'm aware the of the chicken dance, dance but do- I don't think knowing my son is going to be part of his wedding reception. <laughs> Come on, man. He's got to so love either. the chicken dance. Everybody loves the chicken dance. There will be no clinking of the glasses either to get the brighter groom. Oh, juice. man. Oh, there's none of that? No. no dollar dance? No, I don't think so. No. None of that? My, I had friends of mine, uh, my buddy Deke and his, and his wife who hates my guts, they got married, mm-hmm. and they made the mistake of inviting us to the wedding, the reception, and uh, at the reception... They said that they didn't want people clinking glasses. Instead, mm-hmm. what they wanted was if you wanted the bride and groom to kiss, yes. you had to come out onto the dance floor with someone and kiss them, and they would emulate that kiss. Oh, okay. Well, my wife and I went full on face oh, sure and they said, this is it. This is the end of the kissing. <laughs> and wife's, no his, more. His wife's so pissed. She's like, oh, I knew he was going to ruin our wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I hope no. she got over no it tongue. By now. No. Oh, man, we were tonguing noses and nostrils no. and everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think my friend Allie got it on video, but... Ryan. Come on! Gene. Let's go! And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really. We've seen so many dumb 911 calls. You really have to get creative to make it on the radar, but kudos to this guy. Did I not get my chicken sandwich? Police in the UK recently started getting phone calls from some guy who wouldn't say anything. He just kept burping at them. Just call him up and burp at him? Yep. All right. They decided to release some of the audio in hopes of shaming him, and they figured he might stop. But instead, it went viral, and he actually, uh, it egged him on. He did call back <laughs> another 19 times. Can I speak to emergency? <laughs> yes, hi. I mean, obviously, I know what you're doing, but you, you did this. You, did, you were doing this the other day. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're so nice. Hello. Yeah, I obviously know what you're doing, right. but you did it. Uh. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, that's good stuff. And finally, Gene, you'll like this story. Okay. A man in England was accused of shoplifting okay. at a clothing store. Yeah. Uh, staff there saw a suspicious bulge in his jeans. Oh. It turned out to be his 10-inch penis. Whoa, whoa, oh, whoa, hey, whoa. Hey, whoa. Shaw. The man said, I had tight jeans on that day, and there was a bulge, but that's not illegal. The manager started arguing with me, claiming I had shoplifted, so I dropped my trousers in oh. front of everyone, stood there in my boxer shorts, and said, see, I've got nothing to hide. Yeah, when you I got a 10-inch penis, you, you don't have a problem taking you your pants off. But that still didn't satisfy her. She kept saying, what's the bulge? That didn't satisfy her? No. It didn't. Oh, I love your choice of words, So Sean. a male security guard took him yeah. into his private area and... Oh. Um, Got a look. Got a good peek at it, huh? Yeah. Got an eyeful. Came yeah. out and said, yep, that's, that's the real deal. Just him. Holy that's field. all that's him. All him. There's a picture of him, and I assume it's his wife posing, and she's holding a ruler. <laughs> I got I my tight pants on, yep. and there's nothing wrong with that. 
Put on not, my big 10 inch. I didn't. Right. <laughs> Aerosmith, right? I didn't. Yep. I didn't. Uh, I didn't do anything wrong. I definitely didn't steal anything. No, I just rocked no, this all just, the time. That's right. Yeah, I, a, can't help how I made. Look, I can't help the fact that God made me special. Right. I got a big 10 inch record. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't steal anything. I don't shoplift. I just walk around with this in my pants all the time. <laughs> how about that? And there's nothing wrong with illegal about tight pants. Yeah, can right. you imagine having one of those things and you just, uh, you're so happy. Yeah, sure. Whatever. You want to look at it. Here it is. Boom. What do you think of that? Oh, you didn't believe me when I just took the pants out? You want me to take the box off? Boom. There yeah, they go, too. There, there it is. Ten inches. I'm a shower, not a grower. Right, Shaw? As Elaine said, I don't know how you walk around with those things. <laughs> <laughs> We've got podcasting. Just funny as hell. This is all over again. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. Yeah, boy! Only on 957therock.com.